Hey, Natasha, thanks so much for meeting us here in Melbourne. G'day, Alberto. How are you? Great. I am so excited because I've never been to Australia. You've never been here before? No, no. I've been wanting to come to the land down under, but I've never made it here. Well, this is a great city, Alberto. Have you ever been to Flinders Station? No. What's that? It's, it's in the city centre. It's one of the oldest train stations here in Melbourne. Oh, wow. That's awesome. It's beautiful. I'll take you down there now and show you around. And I love trains. Oh, man, this is going to be a great day. And you love trams? Of course. Well, Melbourne is the only city here that has trams, and it's well known for its trams. Oh, so we're going to have a great day, aren't we? Amazing day. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's go. Are you guys ready? Let's discover Melbourne, Australia. I from the land down under, mate. Ever since I saw Crocodile Dundee, I've wanted to say that. Once we arrived here, I realized that I've been pronouncing the word Melbourne wrong my whole life. I always pronounced it Melbourne, but it's more like Melbourne. Live and learn. Melbourne became one of the world's biggest and wealthiest cities in the 50s due to the gold rush. And to this day, it upholds its quality of life. It's ranked the world's most livable city by The Economist for six years straight since 2011. I'm ready to live it up here. We'll tour the city and later this afternoon, we managed to get tickets to Circus Oz, a rock and roll theater and comedy circus without animals. It's been a Melbourne institution since 1978. La primera vez que me saludó un australiano... Hoy, good eye, mate. Después de preguntar veinte veces qué había dicho, me di cuenta de que era good day, mate, good eye, mate, que significa buen día, amigo. Que sepas que no suena nada parecido a como lo decimos en Nueva York. Ellos dicen good eye, mate, a que te acabo de ahorrar veinte watts. To manage es gestionar, pero cuando va seguido de la preposición to, Significa lograr o conseguir hacer algo. Lo usamos mucho. Let's see if you manage to use it correctly. A ver si consigues usarlo correctamente. ¿Conseguiste hablar con él? Did you manage to talk to him? Conseguimos reservarles una plaza. We managed to reserve a spot for them. Consiguió enfadar a todos cuando gestionó la empresa. He managed to make everyone angry when he managed the company. Fact or fiction? Melbourne was originally going to be called Batmania. This is a fact. It has nothing to do with Bruce Wayne, though. John Batman was an explorer and one of the founding fathers of Melbourne. However, he wasn't as heroic as Batman is in Gotham City at least according to some people. His treatment of the aboriginal people was not what you could call fair. John Glover, an Australian painter and Batman's neighbor, said he was a lousy thief and the vilest person he'd ever met. 
I think Batmania would have been a cooler name, but I'm glad they didn't name it after John. He seemed to be batshit crazy. La palabra fair significa justo. A lo mejor te suena de fair play, juego limpio, justo. O de fair trade, comercio justo. Fair se pronuncia fair. Y su opuesto es unfair, injusto. Si te cuesta la pronunciación, siempre puedes recurrir a just o unjust. This is history. Since it was founded, a lot of different people and animals have called Melbourne home. It's the fox capital of the world. There are between 6 and 23 foxes per square kilometer in the city. So there must be foxes coming out of the woodwork here. Despite these numbers, people seldom see foxes walking around the city. You're more likely to run into a sly old fox or a street performer dressed as Zorro. Esta estructura, aunque no es fácil, tampoco es imposible. There must to be es haber. Veamos unos ejemplos porque there must be a way to learn this structure. Tiene que haber una manera de aprender esta estructura. Hay un coche aparcado en tu sitio. There's a car parked in your spot. Habrá un atasco como siempre. There will be a traffic jam as always. Hubo uno ayer también. Tiene que haber una solución. There was one yesterday too. There must be a solution. La expresión coming out of the woodwork significa literalmente que algo se está saliendo de las molduras. Pero quiere decir que aparece de repente o inesperado. Viene de las termitas que viven en la madera y parecen salir de la nada. Por ejemplo, Many sushi joints have come out of the woodwork. Muchos garitos de sushi han salido de la nada. Fun facts. The black box recorder used in airplanes was invented by Dr. David Warren in Melbourne in 1958. He had a personal reason for inventing this. His father died in an unsolved plane crash over the Bass Strait in 1934, when David was just nine years old. Some have compared the Bass Strait to the Bermuda Triangle, because ships have disappeared without a trace. I'm not sure whether this is an urban legend or not, but the story of a son inventing something to help save lives so that his father's death wasn't in vain is better than any Hollywood movie I've ever seen. I'm sure David's dad would be proud of his son. And it just shows that necessity is the mother of invention. Straight es estrecho, y straight es recto. Aunque ambos se pronuncian straight, quédate con la frase We went straight through the straight. Atravesamos el estrecho. Así practicarás la pronunciación y un poco de geografía de paso. Veamos más ejemplos. When we were in Turkey, we went straight through the Bosphorus Strait. When we were in Calais, we went straight through the Strait of Dover. 
When we were in Ceuta, we went straight through the Strait of Gibraltar. When we were in Sumatra, we went straight through the Malacca Strait. Dig in! Melburnians love their coffee. In fact, the city gives off many smells, but the predominant one is perhaps the smell of roasted java. But you can't live off just coffee. You'll get jittery. So let's eat something too. I've been told that Ligon Street is where all the foodies hang out. There are so many cafes, bars, and restaurants on this street that I can't decide which one to go in. I have an idea. Let's grab a glass of one of their local wines from the vineyards of Mornington Peninsula. And speaking of booze, I've been told to try the wet pussy shot. Don't Google it, please. I already made that mistake. In Melbourne, this doesn't mean a humid vagina. It's a popular shot made with vodka, peach schnapps, cranberry juice, and lime. Jittery significa nervioso o inquieto. También usamos jitters, una forma de esta palabra, como sustantivo, para decir que alguien está muy nervioso. Fíjate en el ejemplo. I have to give a speech now. I got the jitters. Tengo que dar un discurso ahora. Estoy nervioso. Espero que no cometas el error de decir, I commit mistakes. En inglés decimos to make mistakes. Commit es comprometerse con algo. He's never committed to anything in his life. Él nunca se ha comprometido con nada en su vida. También lo usamos como parte del verbo suicidarse. En inglés no es to suicide, sino to commit suicide. Commit it to memory. Apréndetelo de memoria. Local Lingo There are many words for beer here, like amber fluid, amber juice, tinny, or coldy. They probably have as many names for beer as there are kinds of beer. But that's not all. I realized that they also have their own vocabulary here. When I was at the beach earlier, someone asked me if I had my thongs. And I was very confused. Did this person look at my body? I shouldn't be wearing a thong. Turns out it was a mix-up, because the word thongs here means flip-flops. That person also said he was going to return to the beach tonight with his Matilda. I assumed it was his girlfriend's name, but he was actually referring to his sleeping bag. He wants to camp out on the beach tonight under the stars. I guess I'll have to get used to the slang used in the big smoke. Tinny viene de la palabra tin, ojalata, aunque también significa suertudo, y es un barco pequeño de ojalata. Ah, y no te lías con la palabra tiny, diminuto, que pronunciamos tiny. I left a tiny tinny in my tinny. Dejé una latita de cerveza en mi barco de ojalata. Una frase que solo tendría sentido aquí. Famous Melburnians. 
I've got chills, they're multiplying, because some really great entertainers have come from Melbourne. Talents such as Olivia Newton-John and my favorite Australian, Kylie Minogue, come from these streets. There's a phenomena called the Kylie effect in Australia. No, it doesn't mean that heads turn every time she walks down the street, even though that's also true. The Kylie effect comes from her battle with breast cancer. When she went public about it, mammograms rose by 40% in Australia. She has inspired other women to keep abreast of their health. Otro juego de palabras aquí. To keep abreast of es mantenerse actualizado. Pero abreast es un pecho. Lo sé, es un chiste muy malo. Pero así igual te quedas con la expresión. Otro ejemplo. He keeps abreast of breakthroughs in breast cancer treatment. Él se mantiene actualizado con los avances en tratamientos de cáncer de mama. <coughs> hello, hello, testing. Testing one, two, three. Music to my ears. Settlers from the British colony of Van Diemen's Land founded Melbourne in 1835, and it was incorporated as a city in 1837, two years later. I know, what does this have to do with music, you ask? Perhaps you 2 fans will recognize Van Diemen's Land from the U2 album Rattle and Hum. It's the second track on the album, and it was written and sung by the lead guitarist, The Edge. The song is a tribute to Irish poet John Boyle O'Reilly. He was imprisoned and deported to Van Diemen's Land, a penal colony at that time, due to his poetry. He managed to break out and make it all the way to Philadelphia. La palabra edge significa borde, o ventaja, entre otros, y parece tan sencilla, una sílaba y poco más. Es lo que llamo palabras ricas por su multitud de usos y frecuencia de uso. Vamos a ver unos ejemplos para que juegues con ventaja. Estoy nervioso porque estoy en el borde de un acantilado. I'm on edge because I'm on the edge of a cliff. Si quieres tener ventaja en el mundo de los negocios, necesitas idiomas. If you want to have an edge in the business world, you need languages. Tienes que estar a la vanguardia. You need to be on the cutting edge. What the f facts? Melbourne has some of the wackiest laws ever. And since we're already on it, we can practice the structure you may not. The following laws take the cake. Está prohibido comerciar con piratas. You may not trade with pirates. Está prohibido conducir con un perro o una cabra atados a un vehículo en público. You may not drive a dog or a goat harnessed to a vehicle in a public place. Está prohibido volar cometas o jugar a un juego que moleste a otra persona en público. You may not fly kites or play a game that annoys another person in public. Está prohibido cantar una canción obscena si la puede oír alguien. You may not sing an obscene song within earshot of someone. Está prohibido tener un artículo de disfraz sin una excusa legítima. 
You may not have an article of disguise without a lawful excuse. Kite es cometa. Y puede que te suene del deporte kitesurf. Para ambas actividades necesitas viento. Y hablando de viento, en inglés decimos go fly a kite para mandarle a alguien a tomar viento. Tell me the movie. And action. The story of the Kelly Gang was filmed in Melbourne in 1906 and is known as the world's first full-length narrative feature film. It was recognized as such by UNESCO in 2007. That's all well and good, but more importantly, the hunky Chris Hemsworth was born there. He grew up between the city and the outback. Some of his earliest memories are of crocodiles, cattle, and buffaloes. The outback es el campo en el interior de Australia. Es una palabra muy asociada a este país. De hecho, la cadena australiana Outback Steakhouse es muy popular en Estados Unidos. Cuando pienso en the outback, me viene una imagen de un sitio remoto en medio del campo a la cabeza. Vamos, por donde se movían Crocodile Dundee y Steve Irwin. ¿Te acuerdas de Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter? A este hombre tan ligado a la naturaleza le acabó matando una picadura de una stingray. If you asked me to go to the outback, I would back out. Si me dijeras de ir al campo salvaje, me echaría atrás. Australian rules football started in Melbourne. It's also where the Olympics took place in 1956. Not only was it the first city to host this sports event, but Australia was also the first country to host it in the Southern Hemisphere. It was a very special ceremony because it was the first time the teams would parade around together at the end of the games as a symbol of unity among nations. This happened because a teenager named John Ian Wing sent an anonymous letter suggesting that the athletes walk out together to close the Olympics. It's been a tradition ever since. Now that's what I call an idea of Olympic proportions. Sabemos que host es anfitrión, por lo que tiene sentido que el verbo to host signifique acoger u hospedar. También usamos esta palabra en el sentido de portador o huésped de un virus. Si lo piensas, la idea detrás de todo es la misma. In good company. Two of the most popular companies in Australia happen to be food and drink brands. Australians take their food very seriously. Vegemite was invented in Melbourne. It's a spread used on toast or in a sandwich. Being an American, I'm not sure what to make of it. So let me try and describe it to you. It's a savory, yeast-based product with celery, 
onion, and other seasonings. The other popular brand is Foster's Beer. I have many memories of Foster's in college. They are foggy memories, but great ones. Seguramente conoces el verbo to happen, como ocurrir o pasar, pero la estructura happen to es dar la casualidad de que. I happen to have a few examples ready for you to review. Da la casualidad de que tengo unos ejemplos para revisar. Da la casualidad de que tengo un bolígrafo. I happen to have a pen. Da la casualidad que tengo una amiga de Melbourne. I happen to have a friend from Melbourne. Da la casualidad de que saben qué ocurre detrás del escenario. They happen to know what happens backstage. To spread significa extender, untar o difundir. Así que tiene sentido que a spread es una crema para untar, como el queso crema. ¿Ves? A veces el inglés es lógico. Spread the word. Difunde la palabra. Okay, Alberto, are you ready to go to the circus? Do you like it? Oh, I've loved circuses since I was a little kid. In fact, my life is a bit of a circus. <laughs> well, get ready to go to the best circus you've ever been to. Let's go to the Circus Oz. Nice. Circus Oz se fundó en 1977. Circus Oz was founded in 1977. Tratan temas como la injusticia social. They deal with themes such as social injustice. ¿Pero hay director de circo? But is there a ringmaster? No estoy seguro. Lo único que sé es que no hay animales. I'm not sure. The only thing I know is that it's animal free. ¿Es como Cirque du Soleil? Is it like Cirque du Soleil? Cirque du Soleil empezó en 1984. Cirque du Soleil started in 1984. ¿Son unos copiotas? Are they copycats? No, estoy seguro de que ambos son originales a su manera. No, I'm sure they're both original in their own way. ¿Y quién fundó Circus Oz? And who founded Circus Oz? Si no te importa, estoy intentando ver el espectáculo. Do you mind? I'm trying to watch the show. Vale, perdona, culpa mía. Right, sorry, my bad. Wow, Natasha, what a great city you come from, really. What a great day. It's a great city, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm we're not finished. Oh, no? No, no, no. We're off to Sydney. I'm taking you there. Oh, great. Next stop, Sydney. Sydney.